When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into SENZ at Centre Pass in Focus, myself Kieran Bingham. Uh, pre-recording today, Storm Purvis will be at home in bed. I'm sure the kettle's going with a nice cuppa, uh, like I hope our next guest has as well. And we are talking stars thanks to Vertical Logistics, your freight and logistics specialist. And on the line with me right now, I have some mid-courting royalty, and I do not say that lightly at all. We have the stars and silver fern mid-quarter wing attack specialist, Gina Crampton. Gina, first of all, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, I hope you're staying warm and dry. Whereabouts are you? Yeah, thank you. Uh, we've been sent home early from training, so just making sure everyone's getting home safe in this state of emergency. But um, feeling nice to be home and yeah, staying cozy. Like hopefully you can soon too. <laughs> oh, definitely. I'm really looking forward to it. Hey, I bet uh, Kitty's the only one that's really uh, truly upset that training's been cancelled. But no, very uh, <laughs> very good to hear that you guys are home and dry now. Gina, just taking it back uh, this week, playing against the Tactics, it was the regular season decider. Tied up at one apiece, uh, managing to get the win. How did you guys manage to turn that around from uh, the opening game? Yeah, oh, look, I think, um, you know, there was lots of talk that it was a must-win for both teams. You know, obviously we wanted to um, secure, well, we haven't yet, but try and secure ourselves um, sort of in, in that top three. And um, obviously Tactics needed the win to, to stay in contention. So it was a massive game and we were well aware of that. And I think, um, you know, we did some good prep in the weeks uh, leading into that game, which was really important for us. We're trying to really hone in on that composure that we've, sort of seen in patches ever since that each time um, win against the Mystics and I think um, getting into that sort of groove as early as possible um, in these next games is going to be really crucial for us if we want to you know put our best foot forward um, when it comes down to finals. You talk about that composure and sort of getting into the groove. Uh, what was the message at half time? Because, I mean, you guys came out firing in that third quarter, managing to win the quarter 18-13 and then just able to steer the win home. What went on at half time? Yeah, well, there's actually quite a lot that went on at halftime. Um, some really good discussions amongst the players. And I think, look, it wasn't as if it was a bad first half. I think um, we were sort of figuring things out as we were going. And sometimes you have to go through the grind and, you know, the hard work for it to actually open up. And I think that's what we saw in that tactics game. I'm really impressed, um, I guess, especially by our attacking. And, you know, we had quite a few losses in that first half. Luckily, our defenders were getting ball back to keep us in it. But um, we sort of starved them of, of ball in that second half. And that's what you've got to do against two Silverfern defenders, Jane and Karen. You know, they're, they're an amazing combination. And um, starving them of ball really sort of kept us in the game and then, um, I guess, able to push on, which was really nice to see. Yeah, let's just stick on that attacking end for a second there because you did mention you were going up against uh, Karen Berger and Jane Watson, a defensive duo you should definitely not take lightly. But if we just talk about your combination with uh, your midcourt partner, Mila Riolu Buchanan there, uh, 83 combined feeds from that game. How were you guys managing to let the ball go that easily uh, into armed shooters of Maya Wilson and, and Amorangi? Yeah, look, I've been really, really impressed with Mila this year and I always have been a big fan of her. I really enjoy um, playing with her and I think our combination just keeps growing, which is so awesome. But I think, look, she's really stepped up in the leadership space 
um, she's demanding the ball and, and she's obviously a really fine athlete. So I think um, it works well that, you know, if one of us is, is potentially shut off in a play that the other one um, can come through. And I think having a balance of, of feeds between us means that it's harder for um, the defensive unit we're playing against to sort of try and figure out who they should shut down. So I think that's definitely a strength of our um, attacking unit at the moment is that we're all quite balanced and we're all sort of doing our job, which is the main thing. And then on top of that, we've got both Maya and Amurangi who are um, shooting the lights out. Their availability is really good. And I think especially Amur, she's grown heaps this year. And, and um, you know, the more that you play, the, the more game experience you get. And you, you can just see little bits of her that she's learning as she goes and, and becoming a really dominant goal attack. So I'm, I'm super thrilled that that's sort of happening at the right time of the season for us. Hopefully continuing. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. And and if we're just going off recent form, it looks like it definitely will. Um, let's just stay on Amarangi for a second. I mean, we've seen her uh, in the Stars environment in the Premiership for a few seasons now, but this has truly been uh, a breakout year for her. Are you putting that down to game experience and, and is that where her confidence is coming from? Yeah, absolutely. I think you can't deny how much getting out there and, and getting opportunities, um, what that does for your growth. Um, you know, you can't you can't do much when you're not getting that opportunity, I guess is the bottom line. But um, week in, week out, um, continuing to do the same things and being put under that pressure, um, you know, multiple times in a row just uh, allows you to, to grow and, and learn and then being able to put it out there again the next week. And I think we've always known that she um, can shoot it from anywhere and under all sorts of pressure. But um, her gameplay sort of in that attacking third and, and centre pass included has just um, grown immensely as well. So um super proud and super happy for her as well because, you know, she she's always had the good. But, um, yeah, getting these chances has just been great for her. I mean, it's been a fantastic run of form, like I mentioned before, Gina. Next week, uh, you're heading back to your old stomping ground in ILT Stadium, <laughs> uh, going down to play the Steel, who have had a very, very unlucky season with injuries and obviously uh, Shannon uh, with the gift of life as well on maternity mm. leave at the moment. Uh, I guess, Gina, where I'm sort of going with this question is, is it almost harder to play uh, this Steel team this week? Them not having uh, got their win, they came close last night against the Magic. I was on the edge of the seat. Do you find that there's <laughs> going to be a challenge uh, to almost make sure that uh, the Stars are not the team to break that streak? Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head, really. Like, I guess that's sort of been um, in the back of our minds for a long time, and I'm sure every team is feeling like that. And look, the last time we played the Steel, I think we only beat them by two, and we were pretty lucky to mm. win it, actually. They sort of went up with um, by one, I think, with three minutes ago, and we somehow sort of pulled it out from somewhere. But I think the Steel um, have grown hugely over the course of the season. They should have beaten the Pulse and, you know, had a tight game with the Magic as well. So but that's two really good teams that they're, you know, footing it with. And I think having the mindset of, oh, we don't want to be the first team to lose, to them is dangerous. Um, we need to just make sure that we are thinking about ourselves um, continuing, you know, how we've been going and really trying to improve on that if we can and um, get closer and closer to the full 60-minute performance, I guess. And going down to Invercargill adds another challenge, um, best stadium in the world, well, not in the world, but in New Zealand, um, to play in and their crowd gets right behind them and they're going to be super hungry. So, yeah, we're going to add 
absolutely need to show up and um, I think focusing on ourselves is probably a good mindset rather than you know going and worrying that we might be the first thing to lose to them. <laughs> now you talk about being hungry there uh, we just take a look back to last year in the grand final against the Pulse uh, how hungry are you to get back to that grand final and has that sort of been a, 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 a team goal of the year I guess? Yeah it definitely has we we were pretty hurt um, from that final and it um, I know that the polls played well, but we absolutely just didn't. We didn't show up in that final, and to do that, um, you know, at, at the last hurdle was super disappointing, and it took us a while to get over it, if I'm honest. Um, it's definitely often talked about, and, and not as if we're sort of dwelling on it, but I think it's a good reminder of we want to be back there, and we want to um, sort of show what we can do at crunch time. And, um, yeah, it, it's looking like, it's heading towards, you know, it could be us against Pulse in the elimination final and probably down in Wellington as well if we, if we can't overtake them on the ladder. So it'll be set up as a, a bit of a doozy match. And, um, look, I think we are all well aware that we need to go into that a lot better prepared than maybe we thought we were last year in that grand final. No, it's definitely uh, looking very exciting. I mean, we can look at we've looked at the table all round and, and haven't had a single clue who's going to be there. It's just been an absolute dogfight. Yeah. Uh, but Gina, if we just stay on the topic of last year, uh, you took a sabbatical, and now I know we're uh, we're eleven rounds in now to the ANZ Premiership. But just talk to me a little bit about uh, coming back into the netball environment. Was there any uh, struggle, or did you just find your feet right away? Because I'll tell you here, uh, just from the naked eye of watching, it didn't look like there was any struggle at all. <laughs> oh, thank you. But um, gosh, yeah, I sort of had four or five months off and um, I still was training in that time. It was a really good time for me to sort of um, have my body just have a bit of rest in terms of like I'm a tendon girl. I've got a bad right Achilles, a bad left knee and a bad left hip. And um, so I think that was really good, especially at my age, you know, I'm, I'm not a spring chicken. I'm not sort of new to the to the netball scene and I think that was good in that respect that my body could have some time to just um you know not be smashing it out on the court um every day for a couple months um but coming back now nah, it, it was pretty good I, like like I said I'd been training still so um I felt pretty good coming back in it was more sort of like nervous of am I still going to know what I'm doing mm-hmm. like this is weird kind of thing um, which seems ridiculous but um no nah, it, was, it was a pretty good transition back in and um, obviously staying with the same team of, of the stars um, made it pretty easy like love this team and um, everyone was just you know happy to get back into it so it's been good it's, I think it was a good choice to do that. Everyone that we've uh, talked to from the stars environment including uh, my co-host former star herself uh, Storm Purvis have just talked about how much they love the environment how close you guys are as a group for the listeners out there can you just let us in and, uh, and let us know what it's like to be a part of that stars whanau? Yeah uh, Oh gosh, I mean, I can't take it away. Like my time at the Steel was the same. Like I've got some of my best friends from, you know, my time at the Steel. But I just think at the Stars we're just all super close. Like we hang out outside of netball probably far too often. It seems ridiculous. You think you'd get sick of them, but it's hard <laughs> to sort of um, replicate the close bonds that you get with your teammates. You spend so much time with them and then on top of that you are in pressure situ- situations with them um you're you know working towards a common goal you you want each other to improve you're each other's worst and best critics and all these things that just yeah this team environment is just so amazing and look i'm not saying that other teams um aren't really close or anything as well but i genuinely know that we 
um, enjoy spending time with each other. We're often, you know, at each other's houses. We do dinners. We have picnics. We, after most games, we're, you know, celebrating with each other. And I think um, it's such a cool thing to have. And, um, you know, it's really hard to, yeah, have that outside of a team sport. So, so lucky um, my move here. I'm so stoked that I came here and, and met all these amazing girls and got to know them really well. No, it truly sounds amazing. And even just being there at our Pullman Arena, being surrounded by uh, the, all the purple shirts and, and the loyal stars whānau <laughs> out there, you can really feel the energy. Uh, Gina, just quickly before we let you go, it is obviously a World Cup year. Uh, are you excited? And have you, oh, I think I can answer this myself, but have you put much <laughs> thought into the World Cup uh, throughout this ANZ Premiership campaign? Yeah, it's, it's hard to get away from it, to be honest. It comes up every single time on every game that the World Cup's 27th of July or whatever it is and that's coming up. And look, I understand why everyone um, asks about it because, of course, a pinnacle year and, um, you know, the Ferns want to go back to back and, and things like that. But uh, yes is the answer. Of course, I think about it. But um, also, I, I guess I've learnt in the past, I, I missed out on the 2018 um, Commonwealth Games and... Um, playing a good season that following year for the Steel got me into that World Cup team. And so I guess that's sort of the focus is making sure you're playing well for your franchise team, putting all your efforts into there um, is sort of giving you your best chance of of making the team. And obviously there's no trials as well. So I guess that's what Knowles and the selectors are looking at is can you perform well in ANZ and can you perform well sort of game in, game out for the whole season? Because... There's so many games in, in 10 days at World Cup that you need to be able to perform back-to-back. And um, that's been pretty clear from Silver Ferns management, what they're expecting, what they're looking for. So, yeah, <laughs> there's sort of a roundabout answer. But, yes, it's on your mind, but you got to, you got to do well for um, the franchise team if you want to try and get there. No, that was great. I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned as well that there was no trials. That was a follow-up that I had. Do you think that adds uh, an extra layer of pressure uh, onto your performance in the ANZ Premiership, knowing that uh, there's no chance for redemption in a scrimmage or, or a gym session later down the line? Yeah, uh, I'm sort of in two minds about it. I, I think it's, I actually quite like it. I think, you know, we're playing all these games and you're seeing um, how people work sort of week in week out and how they um, can gel and combinations and things like that the only thing I would say that is helpful about having the trials is that you do you play with other people that you wouldn't play with all year and um, I guess selectors and and Knowles and Bibs would get to see that side of it but at the end of the day I think after a full season of ANZ they they know who they want (laughs) and what they want so um, pick the team and then also the team has more time together rather than than having um, three or four days of trials. So, yeah, pretty happy with that. (laughs) Uh, We spoke to Knowles on the show uh, a few weeks ago and and just talking selection, we gave her a headache, checked in the other week. I don't think it's gone yet, uh, so sorry if you're still having to deal with that one. Hey, Jenna, I'm not sure how it works, but in the Silver Ferns environment, when you've travelled away as a group, uh, do you have roommates? And if so, who has been your favourite Silver Fern roommate? <laughs> yeah, so it's so funny when you talk to people that um, don't play sport. Like I've often, my cousins have always said to me, "It's so weird that you room with other people. Like you have to share a room with someone for weeks on end, and that's just normal for us. You're always in pairs. Um, it's quite good that that you know um, you sort of can check in with each other, make sure you're not late for a meeting or 
what time's training, you know, things like that. You'd hate yeah. to be rooming by yourself and thinking that you're missing something. Um, but yeah, it, it's a strange one because also, you know, some people snore, some people really like sleepers, <laughs> you know, or some people are early risers, some people are late to go to sleep. So there's all that that I think they need to sort of take into consideration. I've had plenty and plenty of different roomies over the time, but um, a couple of favorites spring to mind. I, I had, uh, oh, I pretty much roomed with Shannon like I would say over a hundred times um, nice. over the years and she's always good and easy to have. You know, we're quite similar, um, which is always helpful. And then there's Phoenix Kataka as well. We're both uh, heavy breathers during our sleep. So, <laughs> um, you know, it makes it easier knowing that she doesn't care if I was snoring yeah. <laughs> and I don't care if she was because the worst thing is like feeling anxious about going to sleep because you don't want to be like keeping someone up or something. So yeah, those two probably come up first. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully uh, you get the draw and, and one of those two is your roommate so you can uh, get some proper rest during the World Cup. We all know how important that is. Gina Crampton from the Northern Stars and of the Silver Ferns, of course, ahead of the World Cup this year. Thank you so much for joining me here on Centre Pass and Focus. Uh, would have been a bit of trouble if your mate Stormy was here, but we really appreciate it. So thank you very much. Stay warm, stay dry, and uh, stay out of this wet weather, yeah? Cool, amazing. Thank you.